Follow me. I'll try to get into an explorer state of mind. It's even hotter in here. I suppose that's what happens to a fiberglass head in the sun. Is there a way out? Let's look around. Wow, that's not what I expected. It's huge! The space takes up the whole skull. No brain, then. But it is full of things. Maybe one of them can help us build a boat. I can see a blackboard hanging on the wall, a shoebox full of love letters, an army uniform on a tailor's dummy, a judge's gavel, and an antique writing desk. And what's that hanging from the ceiling? Why, it's a hospital bed. Funny what people leave lying around. Do you think there's something in here that will help us build a boat? The blackboard is fixed to the wall. That won't help us build a boat. Hmm. I don't see how anybody's managed to write on it. Look, there's a box for chalk sticks, but it's full of syringes. Do you really think we should read someone else's love letters? Well, you're the journalist. Oh, hang on. This isn't a love letter. It's a length of bandage. That's ridiculous. Yes, the army uniform on the tailor's dummy will make us look like sailors out at sea. Oh no, my mistake. The army uniform wasn't on a tailor's dummy. It was on a nurse. And he's just walked out. I don't think much justice is being doled out by that judge's gavel. The base is a heart monitor and the hammer is a heart. Ugh, yuck. There are more letters on the antique writing desk. But these are letters of complaint. Here's one about how teenagers are spending too much time watching music videos. And here's one about how slippers used to be easier to find. And here's one about the difficulty of writing letters of complaint when your pen is a full-sized kidney dialysis machine dipped in ink. Hmm. Is there anything on the hospital bed we could use to build a boat? The sheets! That's a great idea. We can use them as sails. But how are we going to get the bed down? It's winched all the way up to the ceiling. Look, it's attached to a rope which is connected to the wall where it's wrapped around those three levers. One pointing up, one pointing down, and one in the middle. Maybe if you get the levers in the right formation, the bed will come down. That's it. You got the bed to drop one corner and part of the sheet shifted. Try again. There goes another corner. Now the sheet is hanging off the side. It looks like a projector screen. One more should do it. 
A projector is coming out of the wall. What a fright. With any luck, we're about to watch another interesting film. Today, dreams. This is Miss Rachel Morgan, a life coach who lives on the east coast of Scotland. In the mornings, she sees clients. In the afternoons, she works on her book. And in the evenings, she walks along Gagori Beach and enjoys fights, salty wind, roaring waves, and picturesque half-buried shopping trolleys. Rachel likes her days, but she loves her bed. Because Rachel Morgan's absolute favorite thing to do is dream. Rachel is an expert dreamer. She keeps a dream journal, consults a hypnotist, and frequently takes part in new and uplifting experiences so that her brain can take them apart and mix them up at night. One, two, three, and off to sleep. Now, let's see what she's dreaming. Here in her dream, Ruth is sat with one of her clients in her office. So far, so mundane. But her office is a cafe in Berlin that she once visited. And her client is the silhouette of a bullfighter she knows from a postcard that her sister sent her from the Picasso Museum in Ochtemukti. And look, up there. No ceiling. Rachel is sat on the bottom step of a sweeping staircase which leads up and round and up and round, higher and higher and higher. On the next floor, a television station is creating a weather forecast. And on the one after that, little. It goes on and on until right at the top where a distant patch of blue sky is being covered up with paisley wallpaper. Back on ground level, the main door of the cafe is about to close and a couple of train passengers who are having a quick smoke and stretching their legs get back on before it pulls away. In other words, a typical dream. But wait, something's not right. Rachel, you look distressed. Well, no wonder. You're sat on a black silhouette of a bullfighter interviewing a cafe you visited with your sister in Berlin. Above you, a branch of Lidl is creating a weather forecast and the sky is wallpapering some smokers with a paisley train. And now a television train is interviewing the Picasso Museum in Ochtemukti while paisley cigarettes stretch their weather forecasts in Lidl Cafe and your sister wallpapers your face with a silhouette of a staircase. What's going on? Oh dear. Rachel has dream flu. Dreams are a healthy and legal way to unwind, but too much of a good thing leads to unwanted consequences. Just ask the roller coaster designer whose lungs went loop to loop, or the map maker who tattooed road numbers over his arteries, or the fish who drowned. If you dream too much, it will make you ill. The more you dream, the higher your risk of dream flu. The sickness keeps you bedbound while fragments of your dreams blend quicker and quicker and quicker, so fascinating and distressing that they are impossible to wake from. What's the solution? 
A dream sickness requires a dream cure. Rachel, put down that wallpaper and look for a dream apothecary. Can you see one? It could look like anything. There, look. The woman in a tall powdered wig. Her teeth are dropping onto the floor. See if you can get one. Rachel swallows the tooth and... All is dark. Well, grayscale? Rather curved. Where are we? We're in Rachel's cranium, as seen by her brain. The tooth she swallowed will prevent her from dreaming anything for a little while. Maybe it's time to cut down on the dream journaling, eh, Rachel? Now, let's leave Rachel to wake up in her own time. Top tip. If you don't know what to dream about, consult the European Union-approved dreaming list, which, in the 21st century, will be digitized and available on floppy disk. It did show an interesting film. I learned a lot. From now on, I'm going to make sure my dreams don't get out of control with naughty consequences. You should too. Now that the film's finished, can you reach the sheet? And then let's find a way out. I'm so hot, I think I'm going to faint. This will make a grand sail. We've got another component of our boat. Now, which way do we... <laughs> Looks like all that machinery in the wall was too heavy. Come on. The cave-in made a hole in the other side of the skull. Oh, what a lovely breeze. Let's go through the hole. I think I've got this whole explorer business out of my system. I don't know how you do it. Too hot for me. From now on, you lead. Why don't you save your game before we go? Press Alt L and the number 9 to save. Would you like to save? Start a new game? Load an existing game? Or quit. Saving in slot one. Would you like to play on? Load another saved game? Or quit? Okay. Goodbye for now. See you back on the island next time you play Quid Pro Euro 96. Quid Pro Euro 96 is a European videos game.